The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another signing edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we are excited to have the Glass Guru in the house, and they're going to tell us about their small business story, E. Yes, we're really excited. We have our friend Michael Gom here, and... I'm excited to learn about his story and his business. Welcome, Michael. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me, Ebony and Don. Absolutely. So glad you're here. So we we know who you are. You're Michael. I am. And what is your title with the company? What do you do? I guess you just call me uh, the uh, co-owner of The Glass Guru with my wife, Valerie. Uh, I always typically introduce her as the uh, CFO and COO mm-hmm. as she handles all the finances and operations of, of the shop. I'm kind of the, the 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 marketing guy. You know, I'm the mouthpiece, the estimator and things like that. But uh, yes, I, I co-own the business with my wife, Valerie. Wonderful. And how many years have you been in business? We are in year number three. Fantastic. Three years. So you began this a couple of years ago. And what made you get into this line of work? Well, uh, I spent a career in uh, aerospace prior to that. So uh, straight out of high school, I went to a uh, prestigious aeronautical university down in uh, Florida, Mm -hmm. where I was a part-time student, a full-time employee, working my way through school, learning to fly and do all that fun stuff. I thought I wanted a career in uh, in the airlines and figured out I wanted a career in aviation. And uh, I did do that straight out of of college. Uh, I went, uh, took a job with Cessna in Orlando and uh, worked there and then uh, got moved out here in 98 and spent a career with Cessna and then Honeywell and finally with Pratt & Whitney through uh, 2018 until I decided that I'd I'd run my course Mm -hmm. in corporate life. As Mm -hmm. uh, if you talk to a lot of mid-career people, uh, they they start looking at that back nine of life and figure out, what do I really want to keep doing this? And uh, I get to that point and Valerie and I decided that we wanted to... uh, to start looking at doing things our way, our own business. So we looked at business opportunities and we found this one. It was a, it was a good fit for us. And uh, so we jumped in and got going. And here you are. So here I am. it's not like you had background in glass sure. or background in window repair. Sure. Um, you're just like, here's an opportunity. Correct. Let's dive in. Correct. <laughs> wow. Isn't that something? That always amazes me. Sure. You know, it, it's I get that question a lot. You know, there's a lot of folks that will suddenly say they want to start something that evolved out of a hobby or at least out of, uh, you know, they like to cook, they open a restaurant. 
But when you start talking about getting into the trade, so to speak, people are kind of like, oh, how'd you get into glass? How'd yeah. you cut it? It's, it's as much about, I'm a career sales and marketing customer service professional. Um, my wife has that passion as well. And where, how you make, generate revenue on the background is almost secondary to just putting for, just creating a good customer service and marketing business on the mm-hmm. front end. That's true. So it's you and your wife. How many mm-hmm. employees do you all have? Oh gosh, I hate calling them employees. We have team members or whatnot. But uh, if I count my uh, the folks that we contract with to do some work as well, uh, six. Six? Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. So tell us a little bit about the details of your business. As I understand, there's many different disciplines. There are <laughs> very, different disciplines of the glass business itself. And as you and I discussed when we first came in, uh, the one there is uh, auto glass, so windshields and cars, things like that. That's very much just ordering part numbers. And while there's a great amount of skill that goes into replacing glass in the auto industry, you know, it's kind of its own entity. That's why around town you see a lot of windshield shops, car shop, collision repair. Then you get into kind of the, the typical glass shop, residential, commercial, and I'll even say industrial past that. So, mm-hmm. and based on the size of the business and how long you've been in it, you kind of get into those different disciplines. My business specializing in kind of home services, we are very focused on residential glass. So we're doing residential glass repair, window replacement, patio doors. We do some light commercial work. And by light commercial work, I'll differentiate between if uh, one of my friends that owns a business calls me up and they have a broken piece of glass in their business, I can typically go and do some of that work, provided it's not too big, doesn't require a ton of equipment, et cetera. Now, if they call me and they see somebody drove a car through no, my storefront, yeah, no. that, that exceeds my scope. Mm-hmm. Uh, the metal work and the equipment and whatnot required, uh, it just isn't within my, my skill set and uh, uh, capital right now to take that kind of stuff on. So it could be a growth opportunity for us in the future, but there's some good shops in town that do that work. Um, and I'm focusing on this end. And then I even go into more, I label it as industrial, but there's uh, other glass shops in town. You know, when the interest arena needs glass during build and lots of big, you know, key construction projects like that, there's usually some even bigger glass shops and companies that take those things on. So there's, and I think all the glass shops kind of, they focus on one or a couple, but nobody really does the gamut of mm-hmm. those from doing auto glass to putting mm-hmm. up, you know, thousand pound structures at right. the arena. That makes sense. Well, thank you for sharing that. Sure. Doc. Excellent. I think you mentioned earlier, if I heard you right, this, you said this opportunity came up and we took it. Mm-hmm. Was it already a business or the opportunity in your mind came up and you started a business? The latter of the two, Don. We we took some time off after I got out of aerospace to figure that out. We started looking at different business opportunities, uh, including, you know, be it starting our own business, different franchise opportunities, and evaluating where our skill set and what we wanted to do lined up with the business opportunities that we thought here in Wichita. So as we looked at different things and different things we evaluated, the glass guru, Uh, rose to the top in that we thought that the market here was underserved uh, in the home services area for glass. Uh, We've had a tremendous amount of construction here in the last 20 years. The housing boom that we all experienced through the late 90s and into 2000s, we've all seen that sprawl go out there with really no increase in the number of glass service businesses in town. 
So there's a lot of business to go out there and get. I don't think us opening our business has uh, affected any of our perceived competitors Mm. one bit. There's plenty of business out there for all of us to go and do, and we each go do it Mm -hmm. well and in a different way. But when we capitalized on the opportunity, you know, we saw this franchise and uh, it fit with us very well. Uh, A franchiser that essentially gave you the back end, the training, the brand, those things that are so hard for so many small businesses to start up. We can be good on that front end, right? Meeting customers, shaking hands, going, getting the work done. Websites and accounting and branding and all those things that are that are a drain on capital and resources are difficult to to start up. And that's what the the Glass Guru brought to us in that. It was a good fit. And they're very, they give you as much help or as little help as you want, which is great. We're not I like to always tell customers we don't get trained to install Mick Glass the Mick way with someone over our shoulder all the time. I talk to my franchise business coach probably once a quarter. Mm. How you guys doing? Cool. You need our help? I let them know when I do. I can submit a ticket here and there if I need a little marketing help or a logo mm-hmm. or something like that from them. But otherwise, they're very, very hands off. You go, you set up your business and you run it and go for it. Excellent. And mention that franchise, is it like a territory? If so, how big is your franchise? Sure, territory? I own I own Wichita effectively. I own okay. I own the thir- thirty one major zip codes in the area from okay. my franchise standpoint. So effectively, uh, it would be difficult for some well, someone to open another uh, Guru franchise anywhere of business consequence. I mean, someone could go open one in El Dorado, but it would be tough to build a, a business mm-hmm. in El Dor- just on El Dorado without coming and doing Wichita right. business or in Hutchinson and coming this direction. Gotcha. So pretty much everything within 30 minutes of Wichita is kind of my circle of my uh, exclusive business. Okay. Now I can <clears throat> still service outside of that area as well. Okay. It just becomes, it becomes difficult to, when you start trying to expand your circle because you spend more travel time than you do uh, in services. Now, that being said, I am looking at uh, expanding some of our uh, unique services to outside what is our perceived normal service area, specifically pet doors. Mm. Uh, our, mm. do- our pet door business uh, is booming very well, and we actually have customers bringing their doors to us from outside their service area because we don't go to them, but we are looking at perhaps trying to expand at least that one channel of our service offerings mm-hmm. to, say, going to Hutch or going to El Dorado or That's going to Newton for a day because there's quite a demand for it, and it's a, it's a limited scope where we're not uh, draining ourselves too much. We can focus on a, a very specific product and go do that. Excellent. So, um, so you've established this business. What kind of culture you got over there? You know, uh, you we try tr- to have. <laughs> we treat everybody like family, Don. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't really know any different. Uh, my wife and I have both servants' hearts, and uh, you know, love your neighbor. Um, and so you both sitting across from me are my neighbors and these folks sitting in the room over here, you're all my neighbors. And I try to treat everybody just like they were living next door to us and, and take care of folks. And of course, uh, the folks that work with us on our team are the same way, you know, are, you know, Val treats the, the young guys like, uh, like, uh, her kids because, you know, one of them is her kid. And, um, so we're looking out for their safety. Uh, I'm looking to educate them as best I can on what I've learned in, you know, 50 plus years of business. Um, it's interesting, the guys that we've had come in, they appreciate very much how much, how transparent you are and how business works, because yeah. that's a, that's something I feel that's lacking a lot in our general populace is generally overall 
business 101 economics mm-hmm. and things like that. There's there's a low understanding of what it takes to, to run a business from a capital standpoint, how margins work and things like that. So I try to share some of that basic understanding with my guys in hopes that they'll have an interest in being mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and starting their own business someday. Because the life is a, is a tech, you know, you could be a tech all your life, but if you've got bigger plans for broader opening your own shop or doing something else, I want to I want to help those people do that. Absolutely. So that's the type of environment I'd like to foster. I mean, I hope I can grow someone up within the organization, maybe take over our business. Maybe right. we yeah. go buy uh, zip codes in, in Tulsa right. or someplace else and go start <clears throat> another location that I would need to foster that general entrepreneurship and business owning mindset to do that. So I hope I can grow that organically from within the organization. But uh, I, I know I kind of got off track here. No, with, you good. asked about culture, but we're very transparent. Right. We love the people that work with us. They are the most valuable asset that we have. And I treat them as such. Even the folks, my business partners that we do business with, mm-hmm. my suppliers, both in labor and uh, and in materials, you know, I can call my distributor and he's great. I've got questions, as they should be, but they're generally, they're glad to come help educate you and hold mm-hmm. you. And, not, and that's not the truth with everybody that I've encountered here in town. So I just want to sell you a product. Others genuinely want to help you grow your business. And that's the way we approach them as well with our, uh, our install partners as well. What can I do? What's your vision? Where do you want to go? And I guess it all boils down to my kind of, you know, rising tide lifts all boats mentality. You know, Excellent. I want to help other people. I want to help other businesses. What can we all do to collectively to work together to make mm-hmm. the community better? One quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been doing this for a minute. So how do you define success? You're an entrepreneur now. So. Sure. Yeah, and, you know, that's, I was having this que- conversation with, I think it was a customer, and I love talking to my customers. I think as you uh, mature in your career, your definition of success evolves. I think early on when we're young, we we chase titles, we chase wealth, prestige, things like that. And as we age and our kids grow and things like that, we def- success becomes more about happiness. I don't care if I have the next bigger house or the next nicer car or the next title or the VP of something. It's how can I help my children succeed? We're comfortable. How can we help others succeed? And and, and are we happy doing what we do? You know, because life is too short to spend, you know, the 40, 50 working years of your life doing something that doesn't make you happy. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean to say that everybody doesn't need to just go make money sometimes, especially when you're young. You can't always just go and do what makes you happy. Right, right. Sometimes you just got to go get a check. But what are you, what steps are you taking in addition to that to get yourself to a place of success and happiness? You know, yeah, you might have to grind out as a bartender or a a server or whatnot, unless those are your passion. Mm -hmm. And by all means, stay with those. But if you've just got to go make a check, you can go do those things. But what are your passions outside of that that you can help foster and grow uh, and 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 try to find that happiness? You know, I, I often uh, servers, bartenders or whatnot that I have relationships with from hanging out at breweries way more than I should. <laughs> you know, I'll, we like I'll, those type of relationships. <laughs> I, I, I do. Exactly. Uh, they get you they get you free beer. Uh, I, I genuinely will ask uh, folks a lot of times, what's what's your plans? Mm-hmm. You know, is is this it? Which is cool. If that's it, if you're happy doing what you're doing, cool. But where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And I genuinely mean that because I have a, a huge network uh, from, you know, my mm-hmm. aerospace career and from here locally. 
And if someone mentions something that I thought I could facilitate an introduction, a lunch, a mentoring, anything where this person might not have had access, I'm so happy to facilitate that because it just feel like it just adds value. It just makes me feel good when I can put connections together, you know, people Excellent. helping people and, and helping everybody get That's ahead. what it's about. Yeah. I love that. E? Yeah. You, so you've been in Wichita since 1998? Correct. What made you stay? Why is Wichita unique? You know, I was, I was just having this conversation with the receptionist out front. Came out here uh, chasing airplanes. Uh, all aviation careers lead through Wichita, mostly. And then when you get out here, a lot of times the aviation career will take you away from it. And I had multiple opportunities to move away, especially when I came to that, that point a few years ago when we really decided we were going to open a business. It was, you know, there were opportunities for me to go do things elsewhere in aviation. Our kids were, two kids are grown, putting down their own roots here. Mm-hmm. We don't want to move away from that. Yeah. Family's so important. So, um, but back to your question, to turn that around, I, the more I travel, the more I loved coming back. It's it, Wichita has everything a big city has without the traffic hassles and the, and the big city living expenses uh, hassles and things like that. Yeah, we don't have a beach, but, you know, we can fly to a beach in a couple hours. You know, we don't have a major sports team. <clears throat> it's still close enough to, to you know, to, to go make that happen. But we have affordable living. Uh, we have a, a great culture here that yeah. I think is still yet to be tapped in so many ways. Uh, it's, it's a growing opportunity, and I hope more, you know, more people learn about it, but uh, uh, I we love it here. You know, you're never more than 20 minutes from anything, and we got lots of friends and lots of more more things to go and do than we have time to go and do them. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's culture, it's the people, it's all those things Agreed. I just mentioned. I agree. Well, thank you for that, Michael. Friends, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll be back to hear more about the Glass Guru. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Michael Gom and the Glass Guru. And speaking of the Glass Guru, Michael, tell us, what is the significance of this brand name? Well, Ebony, the uh, the Glass Guru, the key word in there, of course, is, uh, is guru, in addition to glass, which is the medium that we use. Guru means teacher. And I think one of the things that sets us apart in the service uh, standpoint, in the service, home services industry, is that whenever we go on site for that estimate, that that consult, is I spend some time uh, describing to the customer what's going on and uh, in my hands. And I know folks listening on audio can't see, but uh, this is called an insulated glass unit. So when someone says they have double pane glass, this is what they have in mm-hmm. their home. And this is two panes of glass glued to a metal spacer. 
And over time, these panes can expand and contract, expand and contract. And then what happens is the adhesive that bonds all this together can fail. Mm. And everybody hears about what's called seal failure in yeah, your homes yeah. and you get foggy windows. And in fact, that's the tagline that we leave with, lead with. And a lot of our marketing has got foggy windows. Give us a call. I come and I evaluate what's causing the foggy window, what type of failure it is. There's, and I won't bore everybody with the long uh, uh, description of that. But at the end of the day, when you've got a seal failure, fog or the symptoms thereof happen because moist atmospheric air leaks inside what was previously a sealed unit. Mm -hmm. And then okay. eighth, eighth grade science happens. You know, the, the water vapor that's in the air on the inside reaches the dew point of either the adjoining glass where we get some condensation on there or just the visible moisture standpoint. We see some fog or you can actually see some, uh, some uh, oxidation of a silver oxide coating in there. A lot of homes you drive through the neighborhood, you see silvery, purpley, mm -hmm. window shiny stuff on there. That's actually a symptom of seal failure. Um, that what you're seeing on there is the failure of the silver oxide low E coating on the inside of the glass. And the only way to do that, to repair it, uh, in most cases is replacement. We do have a process that we can drill into the glass and chemically uh, get some of the, get the moisture out to help vent it out. Limited application on that, but it is in our toolbox to do for hmm. the right customers. The bulk of what we do on repair is insulated glass unit replacement. And most of your windows that have these, it's relatively simple to change out. If you've got older wood windows, some early generation 60s, 70s, and even 80s stuff, it can be a bit more challenging. Most of your modern vinyl windows that have been built from the 90s forward, changing the glass out is not a overly complicated thing to do. Still complicated enough to hire a professional and handling glass should, of course, be done by professionals. But this is our core business. This is a glass unit. So glass breaks, glass fails, whatnot. We That's come and awesome. we, we have these built and we come change them in and out. So it looks like you have Don's golf ball in that uh, <laughs> window pane. So, so Don's a duffer is what I hear, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. Nobody's accused me of playing golf, but we tend to win. So. Yeah, we, in fact, yesterday, uh, we spent uh, all morning yesterday at uh, a beautiful home in Refraction Ridge overlooking one of the greens. And it was, you know, it's a seven foot by six foot piece of glass in her master bedroom, one of these. Oh, you know, wow. 200 pounds that had, that had been struck by a golf ball. Fortunately for her, the gentleman stopped. Oh, in most okay. cases that we go, nobody, nobody goes and knocks on the door and leaves a, a note for, hey, mm -hmm. can I? I've tried to get Ebony to leave a note. She just refuses <laughs> oh, oh my to goodness. leave a note. Oh, Do no. you see how that happened? Wow. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Michael, you're on social media, right? So we can find you. How can Wichita support you in your business? We can find you. I know you have a website. And I know sure. you have Facebook. But Correct. do you have TikTok? I do not. So Are you I, a dancer? I am <laughs> not a Well, so to, uh -oh. to, to call me a dancer would be an insult to people that can actually dance. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Um, you know, I have been known to uh, to move my hips back and forth in, a, in, a, in, a, in an old dude manner when the, the, the occasion happens. No, I've, I'm not hip on the, all that TikTok stuff. But, all you know, right. if somebody wanted to guide me, I'd sure be open to it. Okay, so. you seem like it would be. You're a marketing type of guy, right? I, I am. So and uh, I, as I said, uh, I, when the moment calls for it, I can. 
can definitely move my hips back and forth in the in the <laughs> typical the typical sway back and forth type way. So. All right, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I think Don knows what I'm talking but about. Yeah, yeah. They said uh, yeah the uh, less you move, the cooler you are. That's what I was. Uh, uh, is that how it works? But, but, you know, our our franchiser actively pushes uh, posts to uh, Facebook, to uh, Instagram. Um, I'm not sure they're TikToking at all. I'm not sure we're (laughs) tweeting at all. But I think those are the two major platforms that they push content to. And I will post organically every now and then when we get something cool. I'll put it on Facebook as well. So what can the Wichita community do for you? Should we uh, like your Facebook page? Yes, please. Like our page. Uh, tell your friends about glass replacement. You know, a lot of folks, when glass breaks, they think they have to replace the window. Mm-hmm. And they call a window guy. Yeah. And a window guy who will come out and will sell them a window. Uh, it's uh, whether or not they tell the customer, hey, you could just do the glass on this is kind of a gray area. I'm one of the rare individuals that, that ebbs and flows through both. When I come out, I give the customer all the options. My my job is like a, a doctor to kind of diagnose the situation and say, here's our options. Okay, hey, we can do moisture removal process on this for X. We can do glass replacement on this for Y, or we can replace the whole window for Z. And sometimes and and sometimes Z is the best choice because the window's 40 years old. And do you really want to invest any more? in this over here when it's time to replace the window. Or I do a lot of stuff in real estate where the seller is just trying to get something done as quick and as Mm -hmm. inexpensive as they can. So there's not a one size fits all mentality. And I feel like that's what you get in calling just a a window person. And I'm not throwing shade at those guys by any means. That's what they do and that's their product. But I have these uh, these three different buckets, I always call them, of how we can address the situation depending on the homeowner's needs, depending on the window things like that. So uh, what can Wichita do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, have people give us a call, learn about our products. Our dog, our, our in-glass pet doors are very unique to us. And I'd love to talk about those if we get a chance, but just, just give us a call. And- so, so really anytime that there's a question at home and there's some fog on the window, there's broken glass, instead of calling your normal window, person, Correct. the first call should be to the glass guru. Should be to the glass guru. Correct. And and again, if I if I ultimately recommend that a window is the is the way to go, then at least you know it's a window and mm-hmm. you can take, you know, uh, my proposal and you could of course go shop and say, oh, if I get to do windows, you know, maybe I ought to open my broaden my scope and look at some other things. I will of course tell you you need not talk to anybody else besides me. But <laughs> yeah. uh, if you're gonna do that, then by all means, you know, it's time to look uh, at, at a window solution. You could talk to other well, thank you for sharing that because you are right. The first thing that comes to mind is calling window repair. Correct, so. and and it's not always it's not always necessary to replace the whole window. If we can do glass work on there successfully and well, I'll I'll let you know. If I think again, if window's the best choice, I'll recommend that as well. Well, thank you. I'll give it back to Don so he can wrap us up. Don't you got a dog? I do needs, have a that dog that needs a window. I don't know if it needs a window, (laughs) but (laughs) I see something over here that my husband would be really interested in. That's why I'm trying not to even ask. Oh, I'll ask for Katie myself. Katie, this is for you. This is for you. (laughs) Excellent. What's this dog window? Sure. Pet window? Sure. So we are the leading provider in the region of in-glass pet doors. 
Okay, most people don't know that you can actually put a pet door straight through your glass door. So your sliding glass door, your French door. And yes, I've even done windows. We can build these with notches or holes in them to accommodate having the pet door in them. So if you can actually look at this and think of this as the sliding glass door on a small scale, we can actually huh. put this in your door. Your door fully locks, fully functions. Remember, I'm replacing the glass, not your door. So if right. you, do you have a sliding door in your home? Do Either of you? I have the French door. No, French door, yeah. okay, in your French door, there's a glass unit in there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so imagine me fabricating something that looks like this. I actually do frameless ones as well, where I put the pet door right through that glass unit that's in your door. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And we can actually notch down for smaller dogs and big dogs. We accommodate every shape, size, solution that we need. And this is this is all custom work, but it's really it's really taken off for us. And like I said, it's one of the reasons we're looking at expanding our service area a bit with doing our pet doors. I never knew you could actually do it See? in glass. I knew mm -hmm. that you do it, you know, from the outside door, the wooden mm -hmm. doors, sure. or, but That's what never I've done, knew. Yeah. This is this looks really neat. Sure. So, and what's what's really unique too is that most people don't think the glass is the probably the easiest thing that we could replace. So when we go do a sliding door install or even your French door install, the first thing we do is ask the customer, where do you want your existing glass? You can keep the glass unit that's there, put it in storage so that if you ever break it or you ever want to undo, we can just put the old glass huh. back oh, in wow. the door. It's not like when you cut a hole inside of your house, cut a hole in your man door, you're done. Okay, you can't just... You can't put Humpty Dumpty back together. Right. And in this case, we're, we're removing something that was designed to be removed and putting in a whole new assembly with the pet door in it. And it can be undone as well. That's pretty cool. Kip. That how, is. how do we explain that to folks that are that are listening, can't see? Sure. So that you, you got to pretend you have a sliding door and mm -hmm. there's a flap at the bottom of the sliding door and it's replaceable. You can you can when you're tired of that, you can put the the previous glass back into it. Correct. Right? I, I usually explain it to folks as if you were, if you were whacking your weeds one day mm -hmm. and you chucked a, the lawnmower chucked a rock at your glass door and broke it, mm -hmm. the same way that we would replace the glass in your sliding door or your French door after it was broken is the same way we do it in replacing this, except we just do, rather than putting the plain old glass unit back in, we put an assembly in that contains the pet door. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is. Um, that should be your next Facebook post and yeah, tag me. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you go on our Facebook page, there's 170 photos and a photo album called Pet Doors on there, and you'll wow. see examples of our work. Perfect. Excellent. Thank you. Well, you've dealt with Ebony for way too long. Oh, gosh. It's been a pleasure. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, Don. <laughs> oh, everybody says that, too. Must be true. Anyway, we're going to have some fun, do some word association. I'll give you one word. You give me one word back. It's uh -oh. not wrong because it's your word. You ready? Mm. <laughs> uh, let me, yeah, let me water up for yeah. this and take a breath. No what problem. A... Leader. Humble. Nice. College. Knowledge. Failure. Learning. Hero. Everywhere. Family. Soul. The chamber. Partner. Fun. Happy. Wichita. Awesome. Vacation. Infrequent. He's doing pretty good here. <laughs> and last but not least, and you have to tell the truth about this one, 
beverage? Beer. Nice. 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 Is there <laughs> I, a certain kind? Well, I'm a I'm an active uh, contributing member of the craft beer community here in Wichita. So if you uh, want to shout one out, go ahead. Well, I, I would have to rep the one that I have an interest in, which is Norton's Brewing Company. Oh, so okay. uh, my good friends, Dan and Becky, have built a, a great uh, place there uh, with yeah. a similar culture built around family and taking care of their employees. And that's one of the places I often have that conversation on. What's your next move? Where are you going? Because I nice. want to help elevate people. And But I, uh, gosh, Hopping Gnome, CSB, yeah. River City, WBC, uh, all those guys. Uh, I love that the craft beer community is collaborative. They yeah. all know each other and yeah, like yeah, each they, other. They, they and I, I hope someday, as I get to know more folks in the glass community, that it could be more like that. I have a great relationship with uh, Glass Pro uh, down the street from me, a little bit further, but they're a bigger commercial outfit that I refer some some bigger jobs that I can't do to, and I've called them for advice here and now and then. So it's nice to have a bigger, more experienced shop to kind of mentor and do. I would love to be able to do that with more folks in the community as well, the same way that I've experienced in the beer community. So excellent, and we've learned. Well, let me back up. I've learned that the craft beer they got a little close knit. Uh, Alliance going on. Mm-hmm. Ebony knows from firsthand experience from what I heard. Because she goes a lot. Which one I were do. you kicked I out do. of? I was not kicked out of any. Oh, they are, are you my the one? I'm not, oh, my God. <laughs> She's oh, the one. She's that my. one. So not true. All right. Yeah, that's the end of this segment, friends. <laughs> no, but honestly, Michael, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for stopping by and sharing your story. Gosh, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk about us here. And I would be remiss... Uh, this isn't all about me. The heart and soul of our business is, of course, my business partner, Valerie, yes. and uh, my wife of almost 30 years. And she is the glue that holds everything together. Mm-hmm. And this is not her forte, but uh, she has as, if not more critical to the business than I am. I'm the mouthpiece. This is what I've done for years, but she's she's the heart and soul of the business and has just done a, a terrific job uh, growing this business and keeping it all together. Excellent. Well, well done, Valerie. And well done um, getting Michael in shape and having him present. Wow. Thank you, Val. (laughs) All right, friends. Till next time, please like this episode and share it with someone who you think would find value in this. And make sure you leave a message and let us know who you would like to hear from next. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.